on the phone, our own Tom Markowski. Tom, what's up? Well, just hanging out here, fellas, <laughs> getting ready for the basketball season. Yeah, exactly. And uh, we've got TJ Kelly here inside Prep Sports. Uh, you know, we we have Alan True on our show all year long for Scout.com. Yeah. He's like the man when it comes to football and what's happening. Uh, you're the man when it comes to basketball because this is your life, right? Yeah, hey, thanks. Um, yeah, I, I, I truly enjoy this time of year. Um, you know, I know that Thanksgiving and Christmas and all that stuff, those are those are calendar holidays, you know. This is I look at the start of basketball season, even right. scrimmages. Yeah. You know, I was like, hey, this is TJ's holiday. <laughs> can't you know? tell you how hey, many this is this is birthday in November. Can't right. tell you how many blogs I've written that I have to credit TJ for helping me with. I always right. whenever I'm writing basketball blogs, I'm always putting them by TJ first to make sure that I'm on point. If you're an avid high school basketball fan, you don't know who he is. You've probably seen him. You just didn't know that was T.J. Kelly. Uh, he gets everywhere. The premier and, scout in, yes, uh, in the state of Michigan. Yes, we're throwing a lot of platitudes away here, my friend. But, uh, you know, and, and I think, Tom, you would agree as well. Oh, no doubt. I've known T.J. for years, and uh, he's getting better and better. I mean, just, I, I, you know, just a quick story. I know, like in June or something, he said, Tom, if you're not busy this week, and I'm going to Indianapolis to watch some, you know, basketball. And I'm thinking, wow, this guy gets around. <laughs> He's committed. You know? Hey, I'll tell you this. When I first started off, uh, I did I did a lot of watching. And a lot of the watching that I did was was Mr. Markowski at the time. You know, I, right. think, I think I started calling you Tom when I turned 40. You know, and that was only a couple of years ago. Um, but, yeah, you know, I, I, I have to credit you. Um, you know, even Mick McCabe. Yeah. You know, some of the guys that have, that were, have been around for a long time. Right. And, you know, and some is one of those things where it was better to watch and say, all right, this is what I need to do. This is how everything goes along in a professional manner. And in, in such a microwave society right now, one thing yeah. I learned from the from from Mr. Markowski is that it's better to be right than be wrong. And first. Right. Right. You know. So uh, hats off. Hats off yeah. to you, Tom. Well, and thanks, I appreciate thanks it. for saying that, TJ. You know. And the thing you got to do too, and that's what you do, is you have to get out and see these guys. You know, if you're going to talk about them, you better see them, and not just once. And you know, against a bad team, you got to see them. You know, it, it, when push comes to shove, and how how well they play under adversity, and you know how how do they play? You know, after a loss, you know how did how do they take those losses? Anyways, you're doing it the right way. You got to get out in multiple guys. settings. He sees no. them during the regular season, yeah. during the off season, during the AAU season, during the showcase season. Yeah, the bottom line is, and it, and anybody who were in journalism now is is certainly not what it once was. But you got to grind it out. You know, Tom. One of the things I respect about Tom when I first got to, you know, I came up and was being at games and seeing Tom Markowski everywhere is that he's he was there. He was just grinding out, being doing the games, making the calls. You know. Doing the interviews, staying, you know, after the games, and and you know, you you obviously he's a great mentor to uh, and a great you know guy to to look at who uh, did it the right way. You're doing it the right way. All right, so enough of of all this business. Let's get into hoops and see what's happening because uh, boys basketball gets going next week. Girls basketball going right now, um, but we want to talk about uh, TJ and we'll let you kind of lead our conversation. Uh, some of the top teams that you've got coming in the state right now as we get ready. Well, boys basketball. Yep, boys basketball. Uh, I. You don't have to go further than Clarkston to say that they're number one. Um, Foster Lawyer is the top high school player in Michigan, and a lot of that credit has to go to his, you know, his his winning. Um, he won a state championship as a junior. Um, he's had success as a freshman, as a sophomore. 
you know, at least get into the regional finals or quarterfinals. And the teams that he loses to wind up going to the finals or state finals or semifinals. And so that has there has to be a lot of credit that goes in there. Um, you know, as I as and so, you know when you talk about Clarkson, yeah. so many years losing in the quarters, yes. right? Yeah, that quarterfinal jinx. Usually it was those Saginaw teams yeah, that would right. end up taking them down, and uh, to finally get there and to finally you know win it and to do it the way they did, and, and yeah, Foster and, and am I was right, unbelievable. TJ, when I say that whether or not Thomas Kithier, the Michigan State uh, signee who came over from Dakota, whether or not he plays a game or not uh, this season with Clarkson, Clarkson's still number one. Yeah, Clarkson, with, without a doubt, they still have the the firepower. Like Taylor Curry is really, really good, and he was a a, a sophomore last year. Right now, he's moved up a grade in in a in a in Marvin Brett Marvin Bagley style. <clears throat> you know, where all of a sudden now he's a senior, but he's still a really good senior. And he know? worked on his game during the offseason, developed a yeah. three point shot, and expect to see him on the perimeter this year. Yeah, Greg Gard at Wisconsin, where he's going next year, it isn't taking. Guys, I mean, he's still going to the Big Ten. Wisconsin yeah, right. is still really good. Awesome. You know, I mean, it, it, I think that as a, as a whole, you know, the the one thing that makes this state really, really great in 2007 for the 2017-18 season is that we've got, you know, eight Big Ten players, you know, the, who are either going to Michigan, Michigan State. Uh, Trey, Big Trey Williams is going to, to Purdue. Purdue. Mm-hmm. And then you've got um, Curry, who's going to Wisconsin. And all of these guys are productive. They're not... It's not, they're not projects. I mean, but the other thing is, if you go back a year ago, really nobody was talking about Marcus Bingham, you know, and all of a sudden seven foot wingspan, six foot 10, you know, is he a, is he a, is he a center? You know, I had so many coaches that were asking me, is he a center? What, you know, I was like, no, he's a shooter. You know, I mean, I talked to the guys at university of Michigan, you know, I'm talking with Dane Fife, you know, I'm like drag your rear over to Grand Rapids. And that's where he's going. He's going to go up there and see him. And actually was, um. One of his high school, his AAU teammates, they called uh, Keon Brooks' dad or Keon Brooks Sr., who called uh, Izzo himself and said, well, Marcus Bingham is the best player on our team. Are you recruiting him? You know, two days later, they wound up offering him, you know. And I was like, man, I was like, if Keon Brooks was just there to give the same advice for Yante Mayton, Monty Morris, you know, maybe some other guys. You know, maybe they're not losing losing to Middle, T- Middle Tennessee State a few years ago. <laughs> you know, and I, and I mean, I've had those discussions with DJ and with well, Tom Izzo said in the press conference after their scrimmage with Georgia that was the biggest mistake he ever made was not uh, bringing Yante. He wanted to go there. Yeah, you know, right. I mean, it, knowing as we move on, and uh, you know, Scott and I were talking earlier about some of the teams. You know, the OA Red is super strong. They have Troy that joins them this Without, year. They have minus Hazel Clarkson. They got Troy, like you said, go right, ahead. but. To exclude, exclude. Um, uh, do you say Hazel Park? Yeah, Hazel, Hazel Park in the red is yep. in the red this year. So Troy, take, the quarterfinals last year. But since Southfield High made the semifinals in 2011, I think with Carlton Brundage, every team in that league has made it at least to the semifinals. They made it 10 and 11. So, so, they made it, so since they made, 2010, yeah, for the last uh, eight years straight, there's been an OA red team in the and they had two teams in last year. Yeah. Yep. You know, when West Bloomfield and Clarkston. And West is coming back loaded. Yeah. Not not too shabby. Yeah. And yeah, West Bloomfield's gonna be really good. I mean, it's 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 gonna be a really fun season. I expect Troy to do really well. Um they return basically everyone know, off their class A quarterfinals. You know, TJ, yeah. one, yeah. one team that really intrigues me is Cast Tech. You know what? I love Cast Tech and they're my they're my number two team. I don't know if everybody's read yep. um the the, well, they the state should. preview. It's, not, it's been posted today, so they should go up there and right. uh, see what <laughs> you got. Yeah, and trust why Cast Tech why Cast Tech over East English and King? Cast Tech is so deep. I mean, they've got 
Steve Hall is. I'm, I'm spilling Steve's all, all Steve's beans right now. You know, yeah. he doesn't. He doesn't want anybody. Well, he tried to talk me out of having them number two for about a month and a half. Right. You know, and I was. Just, I went to one of their practices, and I actually was. You know, I waited. You know, a little while, and I kind of hinted what I was going to do to Steve, and I said. And, and just before yeah. you go, I just want to put context. Steve Hall, for those who remember, played at Cast Tech. In fact, yes. what's interesting, I did a story. One of my first stories is the fact that Brenda Gatlin was his coach. For a year when he was at Cast Tech, one of the first females to coach a male was a finalist for Mr. Basketball. Yes, a finalist, and uh, uh, he also was the coach for those Rogers Academy teams that we remember in the early two thousands. Won a three peat, went to Duquesne, and uh, I believe he went somewhere else. Youngstown Youngstown State State. as an assistant. Yeah, and now he's come back. He is the athletic director at Cast Tech now. Yep, right during during the football season. Right. Okay. And the basketball season? It's um their football coach. Oh, so right. they hey, I, I don't even know this. Yeah, so they trade? Nice. All right. All right. Yep. So, um, but Cass is so deep. Then, but they've got one kid, Randy Gilbert, who committed to Ferris State. The bulldozer down, down on the right. block. Well, Ferris State isn't your usual D2 team. I mean, they're out there. They're 9-0 and right now. They've won the GLIAC three years in a row. There's a reason why. They're winning because they get Division One players. Randy Gilbert, if you were to wait around until April and they're winning, he's going to have a he's going to have Division One opportunities. Mm-hmm. Uh, wind up, hey, sometimes it's better to go someplace where you know you're going to win. You know, winning and winning for four years is a lot better Tyson than being five hundred and and being on eggshells for four years. Yeah, talk about their uh, sophomore point guard. All right, now hold McCoy. on. Yep. Let's let's yep. hold up because uh, we got to take a break. Yep. yep. When we just want to.